Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Concord Quotes, a podcast that takes you through the Lutheran confessions in a year. So grab your book of Concord and join us as we begin today's reading. Martin Luther, to all faithful and godly pastors and preachers, grace, mercy, and peace in Jesus Christ our Lord. The deplorable, miserable condition which I discovered lately when I, too, was a visitor, has forced and urged me to prepare, publish this catechism, or Christian doctrine, in this small, plain, simple form. Mercy! Good God! What manifold misery I beheld! The common people, especially in the villages, have no knowledge whatever of Christian doctrine, and alas, many pastors are altogether incapable and incompetent to teach, so much so that one is ashamed to speak of it. Nevertheless, all maintain that they are Christians, have been baptized, and received the common holy sacraments. Yet they do not understand and cannot even recite either the Lord's Prayer, or the Creed, or the Ten Commandments. They live like dumb brutes and irrational hogs, and yet, now that the gospel has come, they have nicely learned to abuse all liberty, like experts. O ye bishops, to whom this charge has been committed by God, what will ye ever answer to Christ for having so shamefully neglected the people and never for a moment discharged your office? You are the persons to whom alone this ruin of the Christian religion is due. You have permitted men to err so shamefully. Yours is the guilt, for you have ever done anything rather than what your office required you to do. May all misfortune flee you. I do not wish at this place to invoke evil on your heads. You command the sacrament in one form. But is not this the highest ungodliness coupled with the greatest impudence that you are insisting on the administration of the sacraments in one form only and on your traditions and insist on your human laws? And yet at the same time, you do not care in the least why you are utterly without scruple and concern whether the people know the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, the Ten Commandments, or any part of the Word of God, woe, woe unto you forever. Therefore, I entreat and adjure you all, for God's sake, my dear sirs, 
and brethren, who are pastors or preachers, to devote yourselves heartily to the office and to have pity on the people who are untrusted to you and to help us inculcate the catechism on the people and especially upon the young. And let those of you who cannot do better, if any of you are so unskilled that you have absolutely no knowledge of these matters, let them be ashamed to take these tables and forms and impress them word for word on the people as follows. In the first place, let the preacher above all be careful to avoid many kinds of various texts and forms of the Ten Commandments, the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, the Sacraments, etc., but choose one form which he adheres and which he inculcates all the time year after year. For I give this advice, however, because I know that young and simple people must be taught by uniform, settled texts and forms, otherwise they easily become confused when the teacher today teaches them thus, and in a year, some other way, as if he wished to speak, to make improvements, and thus all effort and labor, which has been expended in teaching, is lost. Also, our blessed fathers understood this well, for they all used the same form of the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments. Therefore, we too should imitate their diligence and be at pains to teach the young and simple people these parts in such a way as not to change a syllable or set them forth and repeat them one year differently than in another, no matter how often we teach the catechism. Hence, choose whatever form you please and adhere to it forever. But when you preach in the presence of learned and intelligent men, you may exhibit your skill and may present these parts in as varied and intricate ways and give them as masterfully turns as you are able. But with the young people, stick to one fixed permanent form and manner and teach them, first of all, these parts, namely the Ten Commandments, the Creed, the Lord's Prayer, etc., according to the text, word for word, so that they, too, can repeat it in the same manner after you and commit it to memory. But those who are unwilling to learn it should be told that they deny Christ and are no Christians. Neither should they be admitted to the sacrament, accepted as sponsors at baptism, nor exercise any part of Christian liberty, but should simply be turned back to the Pope and his officials, yea, to the devil himself. Moreover, their parents and employers should refuse them food and drink. They would also do well if they were to notify them that the prince will drive such rude people from the country, etc. For although we cannot and should not force anyone to believe, yet we should insist and urge the people that they know what is right and wrong with those among whom they dwell and wish to make their living. For whoever desires to reside in a town must know and observe the town laws, the protection of which he wishes to enjoy, no matter whether he is a believer or or at heart and in private, a rogue or a knave. In the second place, after they have well learned the text, then teach them the sense also, so that they know what it means, and again choose the form of these tables, or some other brief uniform method, whichever you like, and adhere to it, and do not change a single syllable, as was just said regarding the text, and take your time to it. For it is not necessary that you take up all the parts at once, but one after the other. 
After they understand the first commandment well, then take up the second, and so on. Otherwise, they will be overwhelmed so as not to be able to retain any well. In the third place, after you have thus taught them this short catechism, then take up the large catechism and give them also a richer and fuller knowledge. Here explain at large every command, article, petition, and part with its various works, uses, benefits, dangers, and injuries as you find these abundantly stated in many books written about these matters. And particularly, urge that commandment or part most which suffers the greatest neglect among your people. For instance, the seventh commandment concerning stealing must be strenuously urged among the mechanics and merchants and even farmers and servants, for among these people many kinds of dishonesty and thieving prevail. So, too, you must urge well the fourth commandment among the children and the common people, that they may be quiet and faithful, obedient and peaceable, and you must always adduce many examples from the Scriptures to show how God has punished or blessed such persons. Especially, should you here urge magistrates and parents to rule well and to send their children to school, showing them why it is their duty to do this and what damnable sin they are committing if they do not do it. For by such neglect they overthrow and destroy both kingdom of God and that of the world, acting as the worst enemies both of God and of men, and make it very plain to them what an awful harm they are doing if they will not keep to train children to be pastors, preachers, clerks, also for other offices with which we cannot dispense in this life, etc., and that God will punish them terribly for it. For such preaching is needed. Verily, I do not know of any other topic that deserves to be treated as much as this. Parents and magistrates are now sinning unspeakably in this respect. The devil, too, aims at something cruel because of these things, that he may hurl Germany into the greatest distress. Lastly, since the tyranny of the Pope has been abolished, people are no longer willing to go to the sacrament and despise it as something useless and unnecessary. Here again, urging is necessary. However, with this understanding, we are to force no one to believe or to receive the sacrament, nor fix any law, nor time, nor place for it, but are to preach in such a manner that of their own accord, without our law, they will urge themselves and, as it were, compel us pastors to administrate the sacrament. This is done by telling them whoever does not seek or desire the sacrament at least some four times a year, it is to be feared that he despises the sacrament and is no Christian, just as he is no Christian who does not believe or hear the gospel. For Christ did not say, this omit or this despise, but... This do ye as oft as you drink it, etc. Verily, he wants it done, and not entirely neglected and despised. This do ye, he says. Now, whoever does not highly value the sacrament, thereby shows that he has no sin, no flesh, no devil, no world, no death, no danger, no hell. That is, he does not believe any such things, although he is in them overhead and ears and is doubtedly the devil's own. On the other hand, he needs no grace, life, paradise, heaven, Christ, God, nor anything good. For if he believed that he had so much that is evil, 
and needed so much that is good, he would not thus neglect a sacrament by which such evil is remedied and so much good is bestowed. Neither will it be necessary to force him to the sacrament by any law, but he will come running and racing of his own accord, will force himself and urge you that you must give him the sacrament. Hence, you must not make any law in this matter, as the Pope does, only set forth clearly the benefit and harm, the need and use, the danger and the blessing connected with the sacrament, and the people will come of themselves without your compulsion. But if they do not come, let them go and tell them that such belong to the devil, as do not regard nor feel their great need and the gracious help of God. But if you do not urge this or make a law or a bane of it, it is your fault if they despise the sacrament. How could they be otherwise than slothful if you sleep and are silent? Therefore look to it, you pastors and preachers. Our office has now become a different thing from what it was under the Pope. It has now become serious and salutary. Accordingly, it now involves much more trouble and labor, danger and trials, and in addition thereto, little reward and gratitude in the world. But Christ himself will be our reward if we labor faithfully. To this end, may the Father of all grace help us, to whom be praise and thanks forever, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Concord Quotes. For more quotes from the Book of Concord, like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Concord Quotes 1530, or you can follow us on Twitter at Concord Quotes. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.